0: Tiger Revenge, brought to you by... Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger 10, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music.
1: That's right, and we're back. We are back once again. As always, we've been being real good, real good. The Revenge Crew, almost on a weekly basis. Uh, I know, I know. It's pretty, pretty crazy. If you've never listened to this podcast before and you're tuning in for the first time, welcome to Blue Tiger Revenge. I am comic book creator, all around California Eight, uh, Tad Galusha. That's right. California eight. Uh, And with me. Some would say California four. (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to say a Mississippi 10. That's right. You love them. I love them. The heart and soul. The bread in your basket. Big Brian
0: Bales. How's it going? Big Brian. It's going. It's going good. You know, uh, and blazers are back we're gonna win maybe 25 games this season so is color me excited I
1: don't, I don't even know no no
0: that's really bad <laughs> it's really bad but i'm okay
1: i'm okay with it oh yeah mm-hmm. my do- my dog is going ape shit <clears throat> um of course she wakes up from death yeah to um right as we start recording that's uh, what that's what they do yeah yeah one sec okay
0: I like how you give her just the the slightest little slightest little little boot in the butt on the way out. Listen, she's
1: geriatric, very old. Yeah, but she's alive. She's doing good. Still pain in the ass when when it it calls for it. I guess. Yeah. uh, We got a crazy episode today. We do. This is a first time for us. We're delving into. Well, if I'm an old man, I'm going to say those video games, Yep. Uh, but we have a uh, game director coming in to talk about his newest game that, uh, I basically, I guess his studio is developing that releases, uh, what day before Halloween? Yeah. October 30th. Yeah. The fog lands, but we're, but until, before that, he's not here yet. He's coming in, in a few minutes Yep. while well, we got a little bit of time to kill. There's some news we got to cover. We got to cover this. I agree. Right. Okay, so let's get the – there's some fun stuff, but there's also something that's kind of important that we need to cover. Yep. Uh, okay, so I think it was about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, uh, Scholastic Book Fair. We all love Scholastic Book Fair. Listen, that was the
0: highlight of elementary and junior high.
1: Right. Yeah. So they, uh, um, they came out. And basically announced that they were coming out with a new section. Yeah. That will. Uh, what is it going to focus on? Uh, it, it was a. It focused on like diverse stories. Yeah. It's. It was. It was called. It's called
0: share every story, celebrate every voice.
1: Sounds pretty great, right? Sounds great. But here's the caveat. Here's the caveat with this, is that. It's an opt-in, opt-out program. Yeah. So the Scholastic Book Fair come out, and it would give school districts, mostly public, I, I, I will add. Yep. I think that's very important. Uh, the choice of whether or not they want to have these diverse voices. Right. And um, because apparently there's a lot of uh, school districts that don't want to have diverse voices. Correct. Despite the fact um, – so despite – even though it has a great tie- name – yeah uh basically made it so that uh you know if you are in a very very we'll just say socially conservative uh school district uh you're not going to have accesses kids aren't gonna have access yep so it um the choices titles
0: that that deal with race gender sexuality so that was everything that was put into that collection and right. um which is insane it it it's is in- it's you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, it was something that sounds really cool, right? Because sure, listen the the marketing people who 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 came up with share every story, celebrate every voice, uh, a a plus. You did a great job in marketing that collection. It sounds like something that is very cool. Um, it reminds you of No Child Left Behind, <laughs> right? Because that uh, yeah. is something else. Sounds very, very cool when you dive into what it actually was. Not cool at all. Like
1: the oh, scholastic, kind of or kind of like if I if I might interject, yeah. uh, you hear the term right to work, right to work, which you yeah. think you think that would benefit the worker, like yeah, the right to no, no, it means that states estates that operate under that premise is uh means that your, your employer can without any cause or reason, yep. Yeah, they can just fire you at will. Like, yep. oh, we want we need to downsize today. Bill, you're gone.
0: Yep. You know. Yep. Um, Thanks for your 15 years. I know you're about to retire and get a pension, but not anymore. Um,
1: exactly. exactly.
0: But yeah, it. and in, in, let's be real. Like the book fair, the entire Galactic Bookshare should be called Share Every Story, Celebrate Every Voice with all of those That should books, be the
1: slogan.
0: That should be the slogan for all of it. It should all be right there for anyone to be able to look at, to buy, and to read, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, and I will say this, I will say that I, okay. If you're of that mindset where you don't want your kid having access to all this stuff, I have the solution. Wait, 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 let me, let me finish my point. Okay. (laughs) If, If you, if you're a parent that doesn't, that's fine. That's fine. But you need to realize, uh, that your, your parenting doesn't, that doesn't roll over for Every other kid, especially in a public school, exactly. there's all walks of life. If that's how you really feel.
0: Private school. Get, yep. Yeah. Go to private to school. Fucking, yeah. Exactly. Send them to send them to like a, some sort of uh, religious school that you want your kid to go to. If you're in a public school. Um, well, first of if, all, it should they should be available in all schools. But private schools, you you know, they have the right to do right. what they want because they're private. Um, exactly. but public, no, this needs to be available in every public school in America yeah. for kids to read, because guess what? Like it or not, there are kids of color kids. There are LGBTQ kids like yeah, in schools, whether you know it or whether you don't, they're there, whether you want your kid to be that way or not, they probably are like they should be able to have access to these stories. And you know what? So should... <clears throat> so should uh, like non students of color and non LGBTQ kids? They should be able to read these books too, so they can understand. And you know, at least it, it brings bring, cultural perspective. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing is, though, uh, today uh, Scholastic rolled back this program. They did, uh, and uh, they they completely did away with it because they got so much heat. There were some big, big names big creators that were speaking out against yep. it i hope behind the scenes they were threatening to pull their books yep i hope um, so you know maybe the rl stein estate was like you need to reverse this or it's you no know, no goosebumps for you and, and listen no 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 goosebumps
0: <laughs> at a scholastic book fair so why, why are we even going at that point
1: yeah just shut it down man. yeah
0: like no, no goosebumps no, Animorphs? no Ferrari posters what about anamorphs <laughs> don't forget about anamorphs man
1: yeah, you know, I never got into Animorphs. Oh, dude! right at the time when I was starting to kind of I loved
0: Animorphs. Out. Loved them.
1: Was, I bet you did. Yeah. I bet you
0: did. Listen, you know what? I'm waiting for when we ask the question to somebody, somebody says Animorphs. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh my think, God. I think Animorphs is kind of a forgotten. It'll come back. It'll Animorphs come... was like if you're cool, you read Goosebumps. If you were not cool, you're kind of like Wow. Yeah. You know,
0: I read both, so what does that make me? It makes it me a hard you, soul. That's right.
1: Because yeah. you that, you got to, you dipped your toes in both worlds. That's
0: right. <laughs> I'm like a chameleon man. I can I can I can go in any walk in that's all right. worlds.
1: Uh okay. We're all fired up, so I guess uh we should probably there was some positive stuff. You turned me on to this crazy cartoon that <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not for kids it's a, no I think it's a netflix original a netflix
0: original it's by uh the dude who did the castlevania animes um, oh so
1: it's um uh, <clears> i know the studio they're uh, i forget their name anyways yeah. uh they do really good animation i yeah. guess uh but what's cra- I see i thought it was like what's it was called it was Laserhawk. captain Laserhawk. hawk yeah captain laser Yeah, it was really interesting it, visually it looked very cool and um, well the
0: cool thing was when they would do like they would take you back in time to like different video game eras so like in the first episode they've got like the they go back to like super nintendo um yeah. and then some of the later episodes they they dive into like do you remember when they tried to do like the live action stuff that was like super pixelated
1: the live action it stuff.
0: looked it looked almost live action but then like the characters were super pixelated because they couldn't quite pull oh, it off
1: you mean like like first gen like playstation yeah stuff? yeah yeah so yeah, they i had s- a i had a wrestling game that was like that and it was like real wrestlers faces yep. photos on these like
0: yep square bodies it was really strange so they do some of that as well um, okay it's very very cool and it's and it's definitely like uh uh ubisoft uh was definitely a partner in this because you had rayman who was uh, just a, <laughs> a drug fueled yeah. uh fascist
1: propaganda guy which was hilarious yeah he was like a almost like a um oh who's that asshole the infowars guy oh oh a- uh, oh alex jones yeah he was kind of like a smooth talking alex jones yeah. it was really weird yeah because I, I, when I saw that you said it to me I saw Rayman. Rayman's in it like the video game yeah. character yeah and then when I started watching I was like oh this, this is there's nothing like uh Rayman raving rabbits no <laughs> no uh Wait, there the, right?
0: <laughs> you also had uh there was assassin there was an, a frog assassin in the game in the show which from the Assassin's Creed games you had a uh, splinter cell Sam Fisher was in the game um you oh, had really? yeah you had uh people from the game Watch Dogs in it so it was very much an uh Ubisoft partnered show but it was just insane it was very it reminded me a lot yes. of cyberpunk uh as far as just like how out there it was but it was cool man it was it I, was really I thought cool. it was
1: better than the sci- I tried watching the cyberpunk uh and I guess you say anime yeah um it's better I'm I, on the I'm on the I last episode right now the cyberpunk anime and it's a, it's okay um yeah i couldn't get into it though where this one you want you to know immediately... why immediately why
0: no keanu man
1: i don't think I had anything it? with it it's just it was slow yeah. and it just assumed that you were familiar with the world yeah where this one it was super action-packed yeah uh it, it made you very like very quickly it familiarized with the the world that these characters all lived yeah. in yep um and it was just it was good storytelling. All the characters were very interesting, even yep. if they were like comedic relief or strange looking. Yep. Um, it, it, it yeah, no, it was good. It, it was, was really, really good. good. Yeah, I, it, I watching it I was kind of like, oh, cool. Like we're already this will this will match perfectly for today's episode. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, just like, Uh But there was speaking of Netflix, there was a cool show I can't remember the name of it, but it's like. History of the world, or not history of the world. It's something to do with like animals. And I know stuff. the one.
0: There, I know the one you're talking about. I saw the ad for it today.
1: Oh, it's called Life on Our Planet. Just got added to Netflix, and I don't know. It, it looks like they're trying to make something to compete with what uh,
0: prehistoric planet.
1: I think so. Yeah, but this one covers like all the epochs. Yeah, of the world. Um, but uh, the, there's a T Rex sequence in the trailer. There's a bunch of stuff with like mammoths and. Uh, saber-toothed cats and everything so i you know i'm gonna be all over it like i love that shit oh yeah it's like like i live for that stuff
0: i know you do yeah Yeah. that looked looked really cool um i'm definitely gonna have to check that out i'm waiting for uh um uh, pluto anime for pluto drops this week so
1: oh shit i gotta make sure i get all my work done so i can actually watch that yeah yeah, yeah. Spe- you know what? Uh, we got just a couple more minutes here. Uh, we should probably highlight, dude, is it just me or is Kickstarter just like batting a thousand right now? There's so many it, cool projects on there. It's so kind of wild.
0: Yeah, yeah, so like, many. I've got like, let me see. I, I, I've i got quite a few backed right now. Um,
1: I can that, find it myself like really picking and choosing because first then, if, you know, there's, we've got Cyberzoic. Shout yep. Out to Cyberzoic. Yep. Like back it, folks. Um and then uh what Sean Murphy's got that crazy Zorro book that looks pretty cra- like pretty radical. Yeah,
0: I back I backed that as well. I got Cyberzoic. I got Zorro backed. Um I'm waiting on a couple right now that that I should get sometime in the next year, sometime next oh. year. So uh okay. like Death Fight Forever. Um Oh the Lexus Zerit? yeah Book. yeah so i'm yeah. waiting on that one that one is supposed to we're supposed to get that in april of next year okay um i actually just got uh same company who did death fight forever Snarlagan. i just got that today uh oh, wow. so i'm excited to check that out oh that's cool yeah so yeah there's there's some good stuff going right now on kickstarter
1: yeah i uh because you know sometimes they'll go like there's a few months where there's really nothing that mm-hmm. really catches your eye but mm-hmm. i feel like around this time of year uh, every winter, plan it for uh, the holidays. Get those get those kickstarters backed for the holidays. I think maybe that's what they, they do, right? Yeah, and, but a lot because some of the books are all, like re- done and ready to right. like, print and ship. So I wonder if that's kind of their thought. Like, oh, we can mm-hmm. we can print in November and ship in December or something like that, or maybe like people for Christmas just get like, hey, here's a here's a receipt. You're getting this this new book. I don't know, right? But uh, or just it's the wintertime, so people are like, oh, "I'm going to be indoors a lot. I need stuff to read." Yeah, I just saw
0: that they're doing. Do you remember? Uh, you might not remember this, but in the '80s, they did uh, they did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role playing game. So kind of like D and D. There was like a whole book with like the rules okay. and world and everything like that. Yeah, uh, I that's did not know super that. hard to find now. They're re- they're doing a reprint of it with new art in it and that's about to launch here pretty soon too which will be pretty cool
1: now is this a game you can actually play
0: yeah yeah so it's kind of like it's like D D. so everything comes oh, from a wow. book and then there's then you come up you, you there's like stories and scenarios and stuff in there and then you could also wow. create your own if you wanted to so yeah it'd be pretty it could be pretty cool
1: there's a um i haven't checked it out but i've seen some of the past campaigns, Jay photos, mm-hmm. who's, uh, he's in, I think he's an LA or San Diego artist. I know he work. he works in comics. I've worked with him in the past mm-hmm. on some stuff. Um, but he's got a Kickstarter going right now called creature. And I think it's in, and it's, I think it's Steve Niles wrote it. You oh, know, from, I've seen
0: the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I thought that looked pretty cool. I might back that too. Um, I, I think, uh, Jeff Zorno, is the is the artist on it? It looked pretty radical. If you like like you know horror like sure. gross monster stuff like The Thing and things like that, it definitely looks like it's a, a Kickstarter worth checking out. But right. yeah, and I've met a few of the guys from that crew that Zorno's been doing all these like creature feature uh, graphic novels with, mm-hmm. and they're all they're pretty nice guys. They're all pretty cool. So I don't know. It's Halloween season, so people should. Yeah, should go check it out. Yeah, so, all right. Well, I think our guest is about ready. Shall we go ahead and jump in the episode? Let's bring him in. Check one two. Tiger
2: milk, tiger milk. I like tiger milk. Give us
1: some more of that, please. Tiger milk. All right, and we're back. That's right, and this is uh, this is a first for. For the Tiger Den. We've it got is. uh I guess you could say it. what a, a game developer, is that correct?
2: Yeah, game I, developer? I have
1: made a game or two, yes. Or two. Uh yeah. yeah. Sam Werner, welcome, man. Welcome, welcome. Thank welcome to, to the Tiger Den.
2: That's Thank right. you so much. It's cozy, it's comfortable, it smells like
1: meat in here. Yeah, I love
0: There's it. Tiger milk right. everywhere. Just tiger oh, milk. I love tiger milk. <laughs> oh
1: man, it just it flows. <laughs> it, it flows, flows. yeah. It's, it's got a funk to it. But, but it's
0: a funk. You, you learn to love it. It's yeah. a healthy funk. Exactly, you know? yeah, the protein.
1: It's the protein right. that all growing boys need. It's yeah. a, that's yeah. right. And speaking yeah. of protein, like we actually know each other through a common uh, friend, and that uh, I well, I guess you're related to the bastard, unfortunately. Right. Yes. And, uh, shout out to his, his beautiful, wonderful, intelligent wife, Courtney. Yes. Uh, who I you know grew up with. I went to high school with. Uh, I've known since. What probably since I was like 12, 11, which is crazy to think about, yeah, like so long. Um, but his, her husband, uh, is uh, we'll just call him the trail boss. There we go. I like that. (laughs) The trail boss, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, let's just say we we were before we started recording, uh, we we, we bonded a little bit over our love for uh, the trail boss and his embarrassing, uh, his his embarrassment over his his fixation his love for uh warhammer and um i was going to tell you a story about cuz you know he's a big tough guy yeah, yeah, right yeah. he's i'm a t- firefighter i don't have time for all that nerd he shit he drives a
2: truck yeah
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah oh, <laughs> he's, yeah.
1: he's but, basically like, big red essentially right. yeah. Yeah. yeah he drives the truck of trucks like it's yes. yeah Anyways, so way, way, way back, back when I was a wee lad, just like, hey, oh, Kirk, can I come over and hang out with you after some <laughs> wrestling practice or something? He's like, yeah, you come over. Only cool guys allowed. Hanging out, playing probably like PS. No, it would be an Xbox, probably playing an Xbox.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, I remember he had to like go do something. Like, is it, he either help his dad or take a shit? I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, huh, One there's, of the this two. Weird, there's this weird shelf. That's way up. It's only got like maybe like six inch gap from the the ceiling and in his bedroom. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And, you know, and he's Mr. You know, football, captain, wrestling, captain, tough guy. Yeah. So you know, and I'm like, huh, I wonder what
0: secret things he's got up there. So you, I got you it. thought it was his Playboy selection.
2: Right.
1: I didn't know what it was, but I was like, <laughs> I got to check out what this is, because obviously there's something hidden up there. So I got a little ladder and uh, went up there. And I'm looking at all these little figurines, like, what the fuck is this dorky shit? And then he comes through the door. And I've never seen the man more embarrassed in his entire life. Like, don't tell anybody. It's Warhammer. Don't tell anyone. And what's sad is now it's cool to be a nerd. It is. Still doing it. Cur- the, uh, Trail Boss, I almost said his real name. Trail Boss, it's okay. Like you can come out. I'm sure Courtney's gonna listen to this. Hopefully, she will play this clip. It's okay. It's cool yeah. to be a nerd. You can come out now. You, you can come can. out of the closet. Come out of the with nerd your closet. War yep. <laughs> well, we we
2: uh we went to his his new new place recently, and uh, I got to see his Iron Wolves collection uh, that that was as yet unassembled and unpainted, uh, okay. but vast, vast in its promise for you know what was to come. And I was uh, I I knew then that that uh trail boss was was a true nerd all the way through down to the core you know tip to toe so
1: you you oh go ahead Uh, i was just to
0: say so estimate the thousands of dollars that he spent (laughs) on his warhammer collection let's get it out of the way right now
2: i kind of want to say close close to one I, i i think that's probably being a little generous because there was there was there was stuff that was big and had rockets. And then there was like dozens of another thing, you know, it's just like there's the uncountable hordes. And then there's the incredibly large, because those are, you know, big, big guys, two,
0: 300 bucks a pop for some of those. That's
2: right. Yeah. 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 So I, I was, it just, you know, nerddom aside, I was, uh, I was um, humbled by his commitment (laughs) to the bit. I think that that's how I felt. I like it.
1: I like it. I will say this: when it comes to, uh, when it co- when I have to draw really badass shit, like there's a crazy fight scene or something, or I'm designing a character and I need some awesome weapons. Yeah, I will text him. Uh, I'll text <laughs> Cheryl boss and be like, "Dude, what's? Give me a, a crazy like medieval weapon," and then he'll usually hook me up with something. There, I'm like. All right, we're gonna do it very. Early. Recently, he just helped me. I sent him a bunch of T. Rex skulls, and I was like, "Pick the Rex skull that you think would be like good <laughs> no for this way. scene." <laughs> yeah, and he picked this one that was like, I can't remember the 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 actual skull's like name. Right, sure. These big giant growths on the like the snout that made yeah. it all like burly and gnarly looking right like, this is the one the big boy Use yeah. the big that. boy
2: we need that that has to go everywhere yeah, yeah of course put it on the shoulder pads yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly
1: yeah. awesome
0: right. so, i love it
1: yeah anyways enough about trail boss we love them we love yeah. him. uh let's talk about you yeah so Me. You've, got new, you've got a new game that's out or camp is already out. Comes, comes out comes out comes halloween, out right? on, on halloween yeah. yes oh yes. shit okay and the, the fog lands the Foglands, yes. Now, we'll have links and stuff in the notes, mm-hmm. but uh, for people to check it out, watch the trailer. Uh, Brian and I both watched the trailer, and I th- I believe there was even like a like a walkthrough or something, or a speed through some of the levels. I watched yeah, the a ga- gameplay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, is it I watched the uh, just the regular trailer just now, and uh, not only is it you know for PS Five, but you've got uh, the VR. It's coming out for VR too, which is really That's right. cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's what's called a hybrid game, which okay. is something that's uh, a bit new. Um, you know, the newer, newest Resident Evil Eight uh, kind of has that sort of. Uh, I think they kind of coined that term of like you can play with a headset on, you don't have to play with a headset if you don't want to. And there's a couple games like ours that are doing it, uh, but we're we're among probably less than a dozen games wow. that really, really are are shooting for that market right now.
1: So well, is that a is there a risk in going for that market? Like is it still tentative like you don't know how big it's going to be or something? So I I recently described
2: uh shooting for the VR market like making video games for people that also bought Guitar Hero. Like you're not making Guitar Hero. You're making games for people who bought the plastic guitar to play guitar hero,
0: right? Okay. Uh, which
2: just means it's, it's, it's a very small group of people who are like, hell yeah, I love guitar hero. Okay. Um, but that small market, which is, you know, like maybe five to 10 million people um, can be, you know, if you, if you play your cards, right. And hopefully we have, um, if you, if you shoot for the console market as well, you, you end up aiming for, you know, 50, 60 million more potential mm-hmm. Um, users which obviously you're not going to capture that many but um if you're talking percentages you know it's you're happy to get you know even a couple percentage points of that that group if you can if you can swing it right um and so you open up your user base quite a bit if you if you go for a hybrid versus just a vr uh uh, game experience
0: so so what was so what was your role in in creating this game like what do
2: you what did you do for it Yes, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, so I'm the creative director and game director. Um, and about, <laughs> this is a, is a, it's a longer story, but I'll, I'll just cut to the chase. About eight years ago, uh, I graduated college. And for my thesis, when I graduated, I made this game idea, this concept called The Foglands. And uh, okay. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I made it with a, a partner of mine, Mark. And we were like, this is pretty sweet. Uh, we took it to, a, a, an awards show for, for students and we won some awards. Um, but they told us like, you guys can't make this game.
1: It's too big. Mm. It's,
2: uh, you're just not, you're not ever going to be able to make this. It's, it's you what well, nice. do you think you are
1: now? You have to make it right. Well, yeah. So <laughs> of course, a,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're a couple of, we're a couple of guys from the Pacific Northwest down in Southern California. Like, who, what do you think, you know, Mr. LA, like, wh- yeah, who right. do you think you are? Um, and so we started this company and, uh, eight years later, here it is. So, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a, uh, David and Goliath kind of a situation for sure. us where we finally got to push this thing out the door. Pretty proud of, of how far we got it. And, um, you know, I'm happy to have been a part of it for, for like eight years. It's been a long time.
1: Wow. Um, is this yeah, your guys's first major develop like project?
2: Kind of. So, uh, really early on, we put out a VR game that was like a VR escape room. It was a horror okay. game. Uh, it was called escape bloody Mary. And it was this tiny little thing where you were trapped in a bathroom and had to, had to summon bloody Mary as we all maybe once did when we were very oh, young. We've all tried. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's creepy, you know, talented witch looking woman comes out of the bathroom mirror and you try to escape. And that sort of, uh, opened or ca- caught the eye of, um, some other studios that we were really lucky enough to work with in, in like a co-development capacity. So we like okay. helped them make games, um, as kind of a support studio white label. Um, and so we did that for years. We did that for probably four or five years. Does that kind of um,
1: help? Oh, sorry to interrupt, but no, does that no. help, uh, kind of like Keeping like the lights on while you're developing this larger project. Okay,
2: absolutely, what, and and okay. you know, learning how to make games better, learning mm-hmm. and and getting to um, make great contacts, just kind of like expanding our footprint in the industry. And so then that led to us somehow in between all those jobs, putting this demo together, putting it in front of Sony, and Sony being like, "You guys." seem like you know what you're doing um and so they they funded the project and uh and it was it's been great to work with them yeah
0: that's great so this is a a first person first person shooter um and uh obviously uh horror based so tell us a little bit like break down the game like what's the what's the plot what's the synopsis what are what are you trying to accomplish here or in yeah, the so, ga- in the game I mean
2: in the game yeah so in the game you play as a, a new uh your name is Jim um, and you're a new runner and as a as a runner it's your job for for this community of people who have buried themselves underground to escape this toxic fog it's your job to to go out and like bring bits of the world back you know like kind of salvage what's out there and see if you can kind of keep your community alive um, so very early in the story, you're learning how to do this. You're like, "How am I supposed to? I'm, I'm a I'm a gunslinger. I'm a monster hunter. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a I'm an engineer. I'm, I'm like all these different things." Um, and uh, pretty much right in the first 15 minutes of the game, you die. You just you get you completely eaten by a monster. Um, but instead of dying you're you're caught in some limbo space by a character that only goes by the stranger and he's a black hat wearing kind of silver-tongued devil who says you know what work for me do my dirty deeds and and you don't have to die you you can you can keep coming back in fact every time you die you'll just start over again um and so that's the the kind of general conceit of the game is this um nefarious dude the stranger mm-hmm. has made a deal with you and uh you have to just kind of follow his whim uh and and also eventually figure out how to maybe escape this deal that's just a little too good to be true um, that's the adventure i think
0: of i like Foggle. it Sounds really yeah, that's,
1: neat. That's cool. So let me ask you this, because I'm a storytelling guy. That's that's sure. essentially what I do. Uh, how did you guys come up with the story for this? Was there uh, were you guys looking at a lot of westerns? Was there something another game that was kind of inspiring? You were like, we want to do something like this, but also it sounds like there's some post apocalyptic, oh yeah, elements to it. So yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. It it's you know the I think the the stuff that's maybe. Um, I think is a little vanilla is like looking at other games. Like we, we look at Hades, we look at uh half-life Alex or just the half-life series in mm-hmm. general. And we're like, Hey, these are great games. We want to incorporate as much of those things as possible. But, um, you know, as far as inspirations go, once upon a time in the West is the best Western in like ever. It, it's, it's the, it's the, um, any Morricone, like peak, uh, Beautiful storytelling, you know, kind of the the um, the the inevitability of the the growth of the Western, the colonization that's taking place there, the the sort of uh, leaving behind the gunslingers and paving the way for the capitalists. It's a it's a wonderful yeah. tale. Um, and so we, you know, we pull a lot of inspiration from that. And then, uh, you know, another, another kind of, um, storyteller or, or person that we really look up to, um, I do anyway is, you know, Frank Miller, you know, I, oh, I yeah. love, um, Ronan. I love, um, his Batman's, his Batman work. Um, you know, the, um, you know, it, it, just, uh, anything that he has ever done, putting pen to paper has felt like it's impactful meaningful uh and it it has weight to it more than yeah. than um than just sort of like a a typical sort of you know beat-em-up uh hero adventure
1: yep sure um, i agree with so, that you
2: know we, we we try to pull from a lot of different places for foglands i think that, yeah. that's what we wanted yeah
1: that's really okay so let me ask you this then because making anything is always incredibly difficult right these like <laughs> yeah it's just, just time <laughs> And hurdle after hurdle, mountain Mm -hmm. after mountain, you have to climb. Uh, What were some of the, I can only imagine making a video game, like a video game. God, I sound so old. Uh, Making a game. (laughs) uh, A Game Boy game. yeah, A Game Boy game. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more involved than like, say, there's so many, because you have to be able to branch so much into this vast environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were some of the unexpected, unforeseen hurdles that you encountered when you guys were starting to get this going off the ground where like maybe it might have felt like a setback
2: yeah yeah i've, I've got the biggest one ready ready to go um we we thought at the beginning of this game we were making a western you know like yeah i'm okay. a i'm a man with a gun there's a monster it's threatening my town i'll go kill the monster and bada bing bada boom that's the adventure right yeah and uh, the deeper we got into that story and the more people we really brought onto the project, the more uh, there was this want for us to take a deep look at the characters that we had penned already and ask how how is like what what is their role in the historical context of the Western? Our main character is a black man and, okay. and the word cowboy um, you know, it's kind of a, a, if you go all the way back in history, it's a, it's a derogatory term for cow hand,
1: mm-hmm. which right. is,
2: is the name of a, a person who was, you know, operating a farm or, you know, like driving cattle doing right. that. And a cowboy was often, um, you know, a, a, um, a black man who was in the same role. Mm. And, um, and so what we, what we, what we had to do was look inward. We had to ask, what story are we really telling if we've got this black hat uh priestly gambler of a villain we've yep. got a black man as a protagonist what what are we saying here what is the what is the, the kind of message that's expected and can we really have this person this character that you in, embody um just go out into the wild by the whims of this this puppeteer uh and and kind of just murder the fauna and and then say woohoo we did it you know there there was this sort of twist that was expected this ability for us to say uh okay we can't just do what a western might have done here and just defeat the monster and go home we have to we have to ask is there a different way to do this is it is it possible to solve this problem outside of uh, brute force violence okay um
1: and carol boss would say no
2: (laughs) right yeah absolutely and and it's a hard thing to face it's a hard thing to face as a bunch of kind of younger first-time storytellers to just be like oh shit uh, we, we kind of dug this hole ourselves, but let's keep digging, you know, let's yeah. keep going and see how far this goes.
1: Well, well, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive because I think a lot of times as a, like, a when you're younger and you're making your first project, you do kind of go for like that, I guess the short-sighted goal, yeah, um, right? like, cause it's keep like, keep it I, small, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep it small. And you guys were like, now let's go deeper let's let's bring more depth to this yeah and see what we can make of it like i mean you're making a it's a bigger risk it's a much larger yep. risk yep. i think it's impressive that you guys were like fuck it let's do it
2: yeah it's significantly <laughs> larger i mean you know most yeah. people that play a shooter they're not here to like learn about colonization right. or you know the roles <laughs> of native americans in the like deep yeah. history of the west and that's not we're not like hitting people over the head with that it's not like uh a. Uh, c uh, C-list Star Trek episode where you're just like okay I get it right. like we we wanted to really write this with some intelligence yeah. and like some kind of like Oh, like if you're paying attention, I think you'll see the things that I'm talking about. You'll be like, oh, okay, cool. That character descends from like Navajo culture. She has like a deep respect for um her community, but also how that community interacts with the land. And your role as like this gunslinging cowboy uh is somehow at odds with this other character, but that doesn't make you enemies. So any yeah. anyway, it's just an example, but it's just to say that like there's a bit of a, uh, a dance that we've done of like stitching, I don't know, call of duty together with star Trek and just being like, yeah, ma- Making maybe it a Western. we can do that. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's yeah, really no, cool. That's, it's, it's uh, really fascinating to hear again. Yeah. Cause like, thank you. The stuff that I, I work on a lot of times, I mean, you take all that into account, but it's a lot of times it's just like, we just got to get, The story on the paper and a lot of a lot of information is inferred. Yes. But you don't have the space to go like really into the like explorative state with it. You know what I mean? Where you can't go on side quests in a comic book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. There's no side quests. It's very kind of linear. And I'm sure some writers would probably disagree with me on that one, but I would just be like, okay, yeah. Well, when you draw it, it's like You got 12 issues to do for the year, and that's 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 a lot. That's what you got
2: to do. You got to put it out, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly, absolutely. You know, and and I think you know, um, the the I'm 14 and this is deep reference that I'll put in front of you guys, and I'll probably keep coming back to it. Is Watchmen, everybody loves Watchmen, (laughs) sure, yeah, like no, there's no like nothing wrong with Watchmen, it's just it's Watchmen, you know, um, yeah. And, you know, they had forever to make that or, you know, it was it was a it's a beautiful piece of media for what it is. And but I, I think that I I always come back to that as a subversive piece of comic book media where yeah. it wasn't just like and then the heroes save the day. You know, there's sort of this yeah. ending to that spoilers that's just very it's not a downer, but it's just it it grapples with reality in a way where you're just like, oh yeah no no, this this is what's going to have to happen in order for everything to just be okay for the world Mm -hmm. um and and our game kind of has a uh i think a similar sort of resolution it's it's not exactly like and then you kill the fog it's it's like no that that's not it it, this is the world you're in right how do you live in it how do you make that okay i i don't know i think our generation i think the People, you know, generally in our our age group, we we like that realism a
1: little yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you could get away in this day and age doing. Well, as I say that, like these, the iPhone games are like killing it, like Candy Crush. Oh, shit. absolute murder! Right? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yes, yeah. Right. But I I feel like the someone once told me I had I once was sitting in like a an office once, and I had a like an editor in chief tell me like, oh, just assume your audience. The rule is the audience is always dumb, and i I've feel heard like, that. Yeah, and I always have felt like, uh, you're an idiot for saying yeah. that. Yeah, and for that's probably why so many of your books sell so poorly. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your audience is. Stupid. I know who you're talking about, but I won't say it. We will not say <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I like having a career, Brian. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we like making money around here. Yeah, yeah that's I, true. I need to work. That's but true. Yeah, it's just one of those like interesting things of like. I think audiences now are so much smarter. Yep. Like you can't even get away with a fucking laugh track on television. Like you know a laugh track. You're like, Oh God, turn it off. What is Fake. this? Called? It's true. Yeah.
0: Like I, I've tried to watch newer like sitcoms that have laugh tracks. And to me, they're just so cringy and so bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. And, and that's, it's a really hard line to walk when you're mm-hmm. being earnest, because mm-hmm. I think if you're, if you're putting yourself out there, you're kind of like, okay, this is, we're just trying to say something, you know, is this good? And, you know, especially with games, it's like if there's bugs, if there's visual problems, every one of those things can kind of undermine the message. If yeah. it's like
1: oh, yeah. distracting in any way. So, you oh, know, can we can we go into that? Like, well, is that's a really I didn't even think of that. Like, well, uh,
0: I actually have an ex- I mean, ooh, I think the biggest example of that recently is cyberpunk. Yes. I mean, that's now that it's. Bugs are gone. They've done the update. They did the expansion. That's literally one of the greatest, one of the best games I've ever played. It might yes. be probably top three of my favorite games. It's incredible. But the launch
1: didn't, it, didn't. Yeah. I was going to say, didn't the launch kind of flop?
0: They released, they, they, they yeah. released a, a, a un, incomplete game.
2: Yeah. It was, yeah, it was remember. rough. There was yeah. uh, there was an article that came out recently that said they spent upwards of 120 million fixing the game. Yep. Um, beyond the budget Ooh, for developing yeah. it
0: but I'm, well worth going. it though because that that game is truly
1: incredible
2: it's incredible yeah. yeah
1: so what i'm hearing is keanu reeves saved cyberpunk
2: is that <laughs> yeah, what i'm I think hearing you're right pretty much <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> all that budget went to him just recording more lines yeah and hey, just, yeah, yeah
1: taking off his glasses yeah, <laughs> yeah that was it uh um yeah l- uh, can we go into that though like how does i mean like again like developing a story is so tough alone but then actually developing the visuals and on like the level that you guys are doing it sure uh I mean is it is it just a handful of programmers I mean do you guys have like a whole art department like is it just you and another dude your buddy (laughs) in your studio
2: like (laughs) it's it's at our biggest I think we were close to 30 and and we're a staff of, of 15 now Um, and so it's a it's not a huge team Mm -hmm, we're we're definitely still indie um but i think uh some of the i guess the power of working with people who you know are either just out of school or who you know it's a it's our team's a mix of people who are very new in the industry but then also veterans you know from blizzard um and and other other places and so bringing those kind of skill sets together means that we've got a lot of like, uh, frontier kind of, uh, pioneering technology, but then also sort of the tried and true. How do you make a game successfully? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I and always find that's the best combo, right? Like that's, and and fresh, hungry, new rookies that are like just chomping at the bit to put something out. Yeah, yeah and
2: know? and it's been a you know just speaking as a leader, it's it's a challenge to bring those two groups together, especially if you've got like the play it safe voice and the like let's burn it all down voice. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're those people sometimes it can get a little oil and water, but yeah. like. Um, you know, I, of, I I've tried to tried to stitch them together, like you know, hey, you know, we got to do both here a little bit. Um, you made
1: me realize. I think I might be a play safe guy some more times than a burn it all down. I think. Oh hit no, I am break.
2: so much that way too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I got a family to feed, man. I got <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I right. got I got to do the right thing, like half the yeah. time at least. Uh,
1: but the like, risk takers are always the ones where you're like. God, it would be so great to just, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just get crazy.
2: And you agree with them. Like, you know, most of the time you're like, listen, if I could, I would absolutely Mm -hmm. light this thing on fire with you. I would do it. I would do it, but let me pull you back from the brink and let's let's figure out like the right way to go forward because it isn't always the best thing to burn it all down. Oh, but, no. but I I will say you know having that mix of team members has been awesome for uh, developing uh, like the the kind of style that you you were mm-hmm. talking about. Just mm-hmm. um, you know, we started this project uh, as sort of we knew all along it was you know like a crosshatchy kind of rough looking comic book style because you know. I wasn't a great artist when I made the the original game and, and my partner and I, we were just kind of throwing it all together. Um, and it turns out it's a pretty, you know, fun style to do. It's loose, it's it's kind of freeing. Um, but then when you when you hand that style to people who come from Blizzard and people who who've done this for a living, all of a sudden they take that to the like nth degree. And mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like, oh my God, I, I had no idea you could make my garbage my hot garbage that's stinky and covered in flies looks so good right um and so yeah it was it's it's been a really fun conversion i think uh, i'm just finding that that style you know i keep thinking
0: about uh i keep thinking about you know games like cyberpunk and that um you know get released unfinished or just like start off kind of buggy so like for you guys uh releasing a game how I'm assuming there's probably like a realistic um, like you plan for a realistic amount of bugs to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, is it, what does that look like for you guys?
2: Yeah, so a lot of the bugs because it's a hybrid game are um, a mix of like, oh, that was very noticeable and also right. like eh, that's kind of small. Like In our first person mode, uh, someone recently, w- we put a video out that was like a side by side of like our VR and our first person stuff. And, uh, someone was like, Hey, in first person mode, when you pulled that lever, when you press, you know, interact or E or whatever on it, the lever didn't move. It just sat there, but the door opened. And that was one of those things where we're like, oh, yep, that's a bug because in VR, you grab the lever, right, pull it down. And you know, we just never put in the code for I'm in first person. I quickly press E on the lever and then I keep running and that, that lever didn't move. And so, you know, it's, it's, at that point, that's that's immersion breaking, but it's not game breaking. It's right. just like okay, that's sure, that's fine. Um, but we we had a bug for a really long time, and and I think it kind of it sticks around every once in a while. But uh, some of our enemies, and we haven't really figured this out. So this is I'm just telling you that this is shipping in our video game. It's, it's it is coming out in a couple of weeks. Some of our enemies, when they die, they they ragdoll, and uh, you know all of them do. But they don't have the proper mass, and so if you shoot them again after they've died, you shoot their ragdoll. They just mm-hmm. rock it off into the sky, just like <laughs> yeah. nice. like it's it's just like chaos. Like they just That's bounce awesome. off walls, and you know, for the kind of game that we're making, we're like, um, yeah, fuck it, just ship it. Just just put that thing. <laughs> just, in the game. Like, just ship the thing. Like, people will like we'll figure it out later. But you know, again, immersion breaking, not completely game breaking. Um, sure. our priority has just been like can you play through the story can you do all the things we want you to do is it fun to play in the game
0: that's bugs? the big part yeah
2: and and I think I think uh, we're we're landing maybe more on like the Bethesda side of like chaotic bugs that are hard to like point at and be like this is a serious video game but they're not really problems you know
1: yeah, yeah. yep Um. What? I so you're from the Northwest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Grew, so did, born and raised Seattle. So did Seattle, you, Washington. you're in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if maybe you were still hanging around old, uh, a town. If, uh, oh,
2: if you do, were, you talking about Arlington, you're talking about Arlington <laughs> talking about, is yeah. a town. Oh okay. yeah. Right. Nobody literally nobody calls this. it that. Nobody no, calls the world it that. knows. <laughs> the world knows. I, I, I spend knows. a lot of time in Arlington. Uh, my okay. wife, my wife, uh, visits family all the time in Arlington. So right, yes. Right. Yeah. Love uh, Arlington.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know, growing up out there, you didn't really have access to anybody who worked in the like literally worked in the arts. You didn't, yeah, sure. yeah except for maybe somebody's aunt who at like the river festival would sell beadwork or paintings like once a right, year or something. Yeah. like that crafts. was it. You know, crafts, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine being in Seattle, you probably had access to you got to see some like cool visual stuff. Uh, you know, comics, that kind of pop culture thing, movies, film. Uh, yeah. Was there anything particular like when you were real young? Because I think most creators at some point have that moment, you know, probably around like high school, middle school or something or even college. For me, it was college where you get hit by something. You're like, oh, yeah, this is it. This your is gateway. What I'm
0: gonna fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm <laughs>
1: going to do. Like, yeah. What was your gateway drug into like I'm going to develop games. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Uh,
2: this is, is, I I feel like you've just cast me back in time as you were finishing your sentence. I was like, (laughs) where is it? Where is it? And, um, I remember, uh, I remember it was a very cold winter's day. And, uh, I think I was on like a class field trip to the Seattle uh, Pacific Science Center, which oh, I don't know, yeah, I don't know if
1: you were yeah. Been.
2: yeah 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 oh, definitely been dude, there.
1: When they had yeah. The robot, the robot dinosaurs, yeah. yeah, those are that was my jam. back those were in nineteen
2: ninety, absolutely. And and I think uh, whenever it was that I I went, it must have been seven or eight or um some sometime right around when the N sixty four had come out. Yep, and they okay. had an exhibit in the main atrium of the Pacific Science Center that was like a. You only are allowed to be in here for ten minutes, but you get to play the N sixty four. And Whoa. so my class is, you know, all bouncing around, and I'm like, I think I, I think I somehow managed to spend an hour in in this. Space Hell yeah! Until just like a
1: beta, like a beta program or something.
2: I think I don't even think it was a beta. I think it was just like, hey, here are like a dozen N64s with TVs and we're going to play wow. Kirby or like Super Smash Bros or whatever on them. And I wow. just remember my class like moving on to the robotic T-Rexes and me yeah. being like, "Nah, motherfuckers, I'm here. <laughs> like this is this is it." Yeah. And you know, I I think that went uh for me that was like uh I I was able to uh I th- you know, I don't know, of my own volition, decide this is cool and it's so interesting and worth my time that I'm going to kind of just break the rules to, like, just do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, maybe just kicked me off into, I'm going to do this no matter what. My dad calls it the gutta dance, you know, or you got, you know, the gateway drug. It's just, yeah. It's it's like, I gotta do this i i have to it's it's there's just no way you could make digital worlds that are interactive like this and leave me out of it like i i gotta do it's awesome
1: yeah Yeah, and i i I don't know about you but i always would had this weird plan like when i i don't know why because it didn't make sense when i originally went to school for comics yeah they had an animation program and my plan was to go to the go into animation was like you wanted to do that yeah. I'll do, I'll do animation and then I'll go and get a job as like a storyboard artist for Nintendo and Redmond. That's my plan. <laughs> yeah. That's my secret plan. I'll tell everybody I'm going to do comics. Yeah. I can move back to the Northwest and work for Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Never, never, you know, that, that <laughs> did not even, that was not even like in my peripherals after like a month. Yeah. But, uh, that was kind of the initial plan of like, Oh, I can, did that help knowing that Nintendo was just like right there, right there. Like, within kind of like you could drive by it if you needed to
2: yeah you know it did it was that and valve and Bungie and Mm -hmm. like that's right um, microsoft i mean there's just there's all these these studios the one that the one that clinched it for me and it was right before i went to college um this is such a weird connect but like my mom's good friend's husband knew the guy do you guys know who you know penny arcade yeah, yeah, you know, you know them, or you've heard yeah. Of them. Um, yeah, oh, God, I forgot about Penny Arcade. Yeah, I know they, they, they're, they're around. They do things, but I, I got to meet them. I got oh, to wow. go and hang out with them with one of my friends. Um, I was, it just must've been like an hour. Um, but you know, they're up here of course. And, um, I remember, you know, I was like, I want to make video games. Like that's, you know, I told them that and they were like, all right, well, you know, what, what can you do? And I was like, I don't know, I can draw. And so I showed them some of my art and they were like, all right, kid, you know what you're drawing. Like, that's cool. But do you know how to do math? And I was like, no, <laughs> they were like you're probably going to need to figure that out if you want to make video games. And, wow. uh, I don't know just everything that they said that like and and everyone that I talked to up here that was in the industry around games they were all so supportive but so like uh not cautionary but you know like you're going to have to work for this kid you yeah. know like that that kind of like it's not all going to come easy and and it's not yeah. it has not but it it is uh it's been a I I think that so I don't know, something about the Seattle area, something about the people up here, they never sugarcoated it. They were all just like, this is what it takes to do what you're gonna want to do here. And I yeah. always appreciated that. It made me always want to come back, you know? And yeah. I, I lived in LA for like 10 years and and it wasn't that way. It was very different. And and so being yeah. back here, it's just, it's just great. It's I love It's it. kind
1: of interesting that you say that because the comic industry was like that, because the comic industry is famous for two things, like burnout and like broken dreams. Yep. Hey, um, I'm
2: right there with you, chief. Yeah, okay. yeah,
1: yeah, and it seems like there's a lot of... Because like, really, like if... You, uh, there's so many guys that... Or I say guys, I mean just Folk, people. people. Folks, Humans, right. Human beings. Yeah. They start out in comics, and I feel like a lot of them just... Because it's such a grind from... Like you don't... There is no uh, weekly paycheck. There is no... There's really no stability, right? Unless no. you become get that like very small percent that get like pseudo famous right right um so a lot of them end up going and trying and working for like gaming studios and stuff but right or trying to anyways but a lot of it, it like what you're saying is like everyone was the same way we're like hey listen comics is gonna it's gonna kill you it's gonna <laughs> set you up yeah, yeah you're like you can only do this for so long and then like you'd meet somebody who's been doing it their entire lives and um yeah they were always like oh it's doable but it like you said it's takes a toll really difficult and it takes a toll like i I remember we had a meeting we got to meet like it's like jimmy Palmiotti and darwin cook Sure. yeah and you know at the time jimmy Palmiotti was like doing all this stuff for dc comics and darwin cook was just coming off his big um uh, like a what was it the new frontier right new frontier yeah so good And, and Darwin was, and they both were just like, if you really want to make it in this, like you have to be willing to just sacrifice everything. And you just watched people in the room go, well, what do you mean? And they're talking about like relationships, fucking, you're not going to spend your twenties having fun. You're going to spend your twenties in a room working on projects that probably are going to not happen. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And it sounds like kind of the same kind of shit that you had to do with.
2: Absolutely. I've had games canceled on me. I've had projects yeah. go on and on and on and then never come out, you know? Mm. Like it it's and then, you know, I've I've made things uh that I, you know, frankly I'm not proud of. Or, you know, oh. these th- things that you put out and you're like, "Jesus, why is that a thing?" you know?
1: <laughs> oh, man, I don't, I know I met you when we were you were like 13, but I feel like uh we're really vibing here. There's yeah. some
2: kindred spirit energy <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah, I agree. And it, and it's it's all all in the name of just trying to make that like one thing that like creative passion project. And something, something I've heard is that like directors really make like the same story over and over again, or like they tell the same story. And that's not true for everybody, but I look at like, you know, Hayao Miyazaki, or I look at um, Scorsese, you know, there's, there's these sort of like motifs or these, these Mm -hmm. uh, tones, these settings that they always come back to. And they can't leave it alone. And I think that's yeah. probably part of uh, the toll of the grind of what it takes to really do like a creative thing. Yeah. Is that you're like, oh shit, I figured out this thing works. Yeah. This one thing I know is, is going to work for somebody out there. So I'm going to make it like 10 times sure. in different ways.
1: And you know what's so sad about that too? Is that, that then once you get to like, uh, you see like those creators you're talking about yeah then they get labeled even though they've uh, they get labeled like oh it's like a one trick pony you know what i mean right like, yeah. oh they just do the same thing you've seen one right. of their movies we, i like to say we can't all be back we all want to be back right and i don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with back <laughs> oh i love back yeah yeah but like look at every album the it's dude's so been relevant for 30 years because every single album he releases is completely different than yeah. the last right. we all want to be him but it's right. There's only one back.
2: <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard to like keep keep reinventing yourself, you know, with each product. Especially, you know, like as a game studio, you invest in the, this creative idea, but then behind yeah. that creative creative idea is all this um, all this tech. You know, you, every line of code, every tool, every every system that you build is like, hey, we could just kind of foglands is a western but let's make a gothic version of that you know that wouldn't that be easy and right. then all of a sudden all of a sudden you're doing whatever it is that uh from software does you make dark souls one through three bloodborne sekiro and, you know, and they're all uh, assassin's very-
0: creed you know uh yeah, another- or
2: assassin's creed exactly yeah like it it's a it's a cost benefit thing and so the creativity can if you don't if you don't keep an eye on it it can seep out it can it can kind of you can let the business win and uh that's a tough one that's that's one that i i'm right at the beginning of this with our studio and i'm i think i'm already feeling that tempting call of like just do it again but with (laughs) red paint instead of blue (laughs) it's like mm,
1: you gotta keep it you gotta keep being creative though it's a double-edged sword right it is You know, like you. Well, because wanna- people want
0: more. They're like, okay, this was great. I want the sequel. Exactly. And you don't. You get crucified if the sequel is exactly the same. But if you add too much, it's like, well, this isn't the game that I played that I loved. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know we we only hope that there's a couple of people out there that are like this was sick, like oh my god, I, yeah, I loved it, this game. You know, that's the hope is that you get somebody out there jazzed about what you're doing. It, but oh, you, will.
0: There, you will. There will be. I mean, there's always, there's yeah. something you know that I that I like to say is like uh, the thing that you hate the most is somebody's favorite thing.
1: So yeah. it, it, I keep that in perspective when I'm. That's you know, a great uh, great line. I love. It's like when you're, I mean, you've worked with other companies. Yeah. It's like when you're working with other companies and you're essentially, you know, you're like a freelance capacity, right? Right. The companies always pick the worst idea, right? Like the <laughs> yeah, first—they yeah. the to. best ideas you come up with, like, you yeah. know, that number one that you spend all the time, the rest the other three are like, just like, right. eh. And that last one is just dog shit. And that's the one that was like, dude, number four. Yeah. That's the one. It's <laughs> so
2: cost effective. <laughs> it's so in line with our brand. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 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 I feel it. I feel it all the way, <laughs> deep down.
0: So, what are uh, so you're making it? You you know the the Foglands first person yeah. shooter uh, comes out Halloween. Uh, I would love to know what are some of your favorite games that you like
2: to play. Oh, oh wow, that is such a big scary question for Echo the Dolphin. It's Echo. It's just Echo the Dolphin. That's it. It's just throw it all out. It's Echo.
1: Um, I was describing Echo the Dolphin to my wife today. She had no idea what it was. Which I was like, "How are you, a child of the '90s? You're a terrible person. We should be divorced." But and I was explaining to her, and she's like, "That sounds really weird." Well, like it, it is. It, it is. is.
2: It's pretty odd. I mean, you're a dolphin. Yep. Someone, someone was my like, favorite. "I want to be a dolphin. Let's make it my game. favorite
1: game."
0: Yeah. It's great. It would. It, it would be, be your favorite game. <laughs>
2: it's you know it's anyway. just pure freedom it's basically the grand theft auto of the ocean that's that's all <laughs> yeah what you're saying.
1: yeah yes, pretty much yeah
2: no i mean uh so favorite games um or maybe
0: games that you're currently playing how about sure, that we could go we sure, could do sure, that sure. one
2: yeah i mean um i was just before hopping on with you you all i was playing stellaris which uh weirdly i think it uh, i'm a big trekkie i love star wars too but i love star trek and uh you know i i think i just like the um the promise and the sort of like arc of building a stellar empire and then like kind of watching it bounce off of other empires or collapse or grow or whatever Mm -hmm. it it has uh especially for Foglands, it's like if our little world of where the foglands take place is just somewhere out there in a stellar empire, I think it just gives me this like wonderful little like giddy like, oh, there's so many other stories to tell. Yeah, and there's so many other planets with weird problems um or 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 adventures to be had on them. so i I've been really enjoying that. and and for the same reason, I've been playing a lot of Rim world, which is a sort of frontier colony Mm -hmm. adventure uh, story storytelling simulation game. These are really weird games uh, that, that I think I I'm probably like kind of on the fringe of, but if I were to like really go back to some of like my favorite, favorite, let's hear it. Let's get into it. I think, I think like the elder scrolls Four, maybe, maybe elder scrolls three taking it back to like, the RPGs of the West, Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate. I'm a big Baldur's Gate fan. Yeah. Um, you know anything that has a story that has choices, yeah, uh, and that has kind of that like mosaic of interactions of like I'm casting spells, I'm fighting, I'm talking, I'm a swashbuckling. I think that's where games are their best. I agree. I, I, I think that's that's the most fun. You I need know, a, I love racing games. Yeah. I love card games. They're they're fun. But I, I like this attempt to capture and and reflect human experience that comes out of those yeah. kinds of RPGs a lot.
0: I think games are interesting because you have to make it you first you have to make it fun to play, but you mm. also have to make it an interesting enough story to keep you to keep you going and like you know yeah i think you find even people like fall in love with some of the stories of some of these games you know oh
2: absolutely um
0: and that's just so it's it's double edged, it's double-sided right yeah with that because you can have Completely. the you can have the best story but if it's not fun to play yeah you know
2: exactly and you know we we made a lot of narrative games which is a, mm-hmm. a, a genre now you know of, yeah of like sort of telltale like a, and yeah, yeah yeah yeah. We we did that a lot before we made what we just did and um you know a lot of it is is dialogue based it's mm-hmm. choice based really fun mm-hmm. and it's for an audience that you know maybe doesn't want to have that aspect of mastery of like I'm going to be good at this video game I'm right. just going to experience an interactive uh you know simulation uh, I'm I'm going to kind of just step through something I'm going to motivate an ad- adventure on my terms we wanted to make sure that there was some of that, but that we also really wanted like a jump button. We wanted you to have, we wanted you to be able to like punch stuff and shoot stuff and, you know, like get it, get a little grittier, get a little like more, you know, more, more, you know, find the fun, however you want to find it in that experience. And so, you know, that it's hard to do that. It's hard to tell a good story and make a fun game. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if anything, it's just, you know, we, we're just aspiring, you know, we, we want to see where this goes and, and, you know, keep building on it.
1: That's great. Oh, that's so good. You're making me wish I played video, like, video games, man. I wish I was a gamer a bit more. Cause I don't, I haven't played anything in such a long time. That's okay. Um, it's that's never right. too late to start. That's right. Dad? That's true. That's so the right. last thing I played was God of War two. Great game.
2: Hey, that's a sick game. Have you, have you yeah. seen anything about the new God
1: of War? Oh, they're so they, good. I, so I good. do like, Brian Brian has hooked me up with some clips like when the okay. newer one drops. Okay. Uh I think you sent me a clip of like uh his interaction with Thor and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, there, it was just one of those where I was like, "Oh man, this does look It is really good. Con- it is very good. time like, consuming." Well, it, <laughs> it some some of these <laughs> yeah. games,
0: they're they're so good. They bring you like you get like emotional emotional reactions playing some of these games. Like it's yeah. it's pretty wild.
1: It's Absolutely. also I get that's what i get a little bit too invested emotionally <laughs> um uh your your aunt uh could tell you some stories about old oh, really? uh, Trail boss and i uh yeah waking everybody up at uh i don't know two in the morning and right um, you guys shut up right. what are you do it is we're yelling at the tv like idiots right um, you're just
2: trying to beat halo 2 on legendary or whatever <laughs> that's it is. Yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> yeah uh, no, I I know you. I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just Halo 2. Yeah, Halo 2. Yeah. No, yeah.
2: and and I think that's maybe as we get older, it's harder to find those moments where you're like, I'm about to throw this controller at the TV because I'm so invested. I'm so in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. I'm just so like the and and you know, games are trending. I think towards you know broader audiences. They're trending yeah. towards you know not all of them, but but. There's a lot more, you know, want to capture bigger, bigger markets. And, yes. um, you know, I, I think something of what we want to do is try and make games a little bit more opaque. Like, like yeah. not everything needs a tutorial. Not everything needs to tell you exactly what to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes just throw yourself into a thing and chase down something that you're curious about. Yeah. And, and that is another aspect of games that is really unique to games. It's mm-hmm. like, what are you here to do? Like if you're reading a book, each word comes one right after the other, but in a game, I don't know. Do you go left or do you go right? Do you jump or not? Do you die or do you win? Like all of yeah. the possibility space and exploiting that possibility space, I just love
0: that.
2: Yeah. You know, it's I, so I, fun. Yeah. sorry, bro. I
0: was just to say. So this is a uh, uh, single player story game, yes. correct?
2: Yes, correct.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, yes. So let me. I want to get your take as somebody who works in 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 the gaming industry. Sure. Uh, uh, single player story games versus like call of duty or Fortnite or something like that you know where everyone's playing together yeah which what, like, which
2: one which one's better what, no, what no, I, mean, no, the... I don't
0: know necessarily which one's better because i think they both have their perks but like sure. w- what do you prefer
2: it's a you know it's a preference based thing i think as a as a as a dad, I really like my single player stuff right now. Yeah. Like I, I think it's, it's nice to be able to pause and just be like, okay, I need to set this down because there's a poop explosion in yeah. the other room. Yeah. And I got to <laughs> figure that out. Um, but the, the multiplayer stuff, when I, when I, get time and i can get my boys online right and we all jump into you know playing warzone or deep rock galactic or whatever whatever the multiplayer game is there is something that's um it's just alchemical it's it's uh, it's it's a it's an asymptotic experience it's it's my excitement builds on other people's excitement and all of a sudden you're in this flow state that is uh, uh, a moment. It's a it's a memory that's being assembled because you you put it together with a group of people, um, and it doesn't have to be competitive. It can be a Valheim or Minecraft. It can right, be right. it can be something where you're like, ah, we're going to climb that mountain. We're going to fight this monster together. Um, but I think that that collaborative storytelling that isn't about the literal story in the game, but the story that you tell with your friends and that you can tell again and again and again, like, Oh, remember that time that Chris used the Cali sticks and he killed 800 people in a row. Yeah. Like those are the, those are the stories where you're like, I am going to remember that for a lot longer than the single player stuff,
1: like Warhammer, like Warhammer, (laughs)
2: exactly, (laughs) like Trail Boss and Warhammer, (laughs) absolutely.
1: No, uh, what is your guy? Well, uh, this is for Bri too. What are you guys' take on some of these games uh, that are? um, These are like the only times I've been ever like I guess tempted to actually invest in a system. Uh, Most of the time, it's like Steam. I think it's Steam. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the PC Uh,
2: platform, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's always these games that are more environmental experiences where like, uh, like there was this one game, it was like 10 years in development. I don't even know if it ever even finally got released, but it's called Saurian. And it was just like, you were a dinosaur and you yeah. lived in this environment. And all it was, was just you going around. Sometimes you interact with other animals. Sometimes you would just go and survive. But I had a friend of mine, uh, years ago, he was playing some game that was like, you were like a wizard, a space wizard, and you were just exploring different planets that were devoid. Most of them were devoid of life. Whoa. And you just huh. you, you would just go to like crystal What's to crystal and teleport you. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was called. It was a long time ago. But yeah. uh, uh, And I, I was just always curious about those because like, you doesn't seem like they come out very often. I don't know. I don't think they're very popular. They're kind of niche games, but I was from like a therapeutic standpoint like a decompressor they always just seem so fascinating but
0: i don't know i don't know i I use video games to decompress like oh absolutely all the time and sometimes when i wouldn't even want to this was like probably a year two years ago maybe even three years ago when i wouldn't want to like do a story or like play a certain mission or do anything i would just pop on red dead redemption 2 and just go play poker for like yeah. an hour, and just and just go play <laughs> right? go to go in one of the saloons and play poker,
2: like you know yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, just ride a horse into the sunset yeah. until it yeah. goes down. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, you, there's a there's a subgenre, or it's a it's a genre in itself that's called an immersive sim, mm. and okay. um, it can be very interactive or it can be very simple. But really, it just comes down to like I'm here to embody. Like a role, a very specific role. Yeah. And in Red Dead Redemption Two, I'm a cowboy. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on a horse. I'm gonna shoot some guys. I'm gonna play poker. Um, but they capture quite a an array of things that you can do. Um, rob a train, just like the like Mario jumping on Goombas. You know, yeah, it's like it, yeah. it's you. You have a spectrum. And like even the Sarian game that you're talking about, it's like yeah, I could I could fight stuff. I could just kind of wander around as a dinosaur. But that experiential joy of just like wow this is what i want to do right now this is speaking to me um you know it's uh that that immersive nature to it is uh um something again it's just so unique to games um that that uh and it's probably so unique that and it's so niche that you like you said you rarely find games that really try and like hit that nail squarely on the head Mm -hmm. and say this is just a really odd you know you're <laughs> yeah. you're a robo duck uh janitor immersive sim like that's just yeah. so weird of yeah. a pocket but some people out there maybe that's what they
1: were yeah, yeah the it seemed like like with sorry and it seemed like everything that i read the only knock on it was that because it was an indie game and i think it was very limited uh yeah. resources um I, I think people found the limits of the environment very yeah. quickly and we're like, I want to go check out this mountain range, but it when's the patch coming or when's the update? Yep. And it just, it, I don't think they ever came. You know, I don't, I mean, like I, the game was like, you know, five years delayed, you know what I mean? Like I remember yeah. investing in it a little bit, like on one of the Kickstarters or something like yeah, 10 yeah, ago. Yeah. So, yep. And then nothing. I finally just got the the book that's got all of the, like, the illustration. Art. All the art. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like the the book actually was like, super scientifically accurate like with all of the the art that's rad it was very impressive but it was just i think it was one of those they just it was too big for how small Mm -hmm. they were operating in oh just they weren't able to to i think fulfill everybody's kind of hopes and desires
2: definitely and and you know that's a big problem with indie teams it's a big problem for us too you know you you set your sights on something and you say you know we're going to do all these things we're going to have all these systems and uh and you build them and you're like okay we've got like you know, all this, all these different combat mechanics, you've got all these abilities and you, you create this awesome spectrum of player choice where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I can do all these things, but then you have to actually make all of the game that can express right. Right. each of those things, you know, yeah, an hour for jumping puzzles, another three hours focused on just the shooting stuff and then you know each of these different little like experiences that you get to choose uh you know upgrades or whatever that that they have a use you know you sprinkle those across the game um and you know sometimes i'm sure you guys have played games where you're like why is this here like what why why (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. what is the point of this mechanic i don't understand was there ever a plan to use this sometimes devs and I'm sure it's in our game too it's just like yeah I don't know (laughs) it's just there because we made it and then we didn't get to put it everywhere that we wanted to yeah like one for us is we have turrets in our game that are like these we spent so much time on these things but they're they're like you can throw a power cell into them and they'll turn on and they'll shoot you know kind of like aliens Mm -hmm. or whatever you know they're you know fight monsters on your behalf but they also can be set up so they shoot you and, um, we spent a lot of time on them just like dialing them in, but there was a big period of production where we were like, I don't know if we're going to be able to use these. Cause they're just so complicated. And then we kind of like tightened them up and okay, this works. And, um, and so they're only in like, you know, maybe a dozen levels yeah. out of like a right. hundred. And so you'll be like, Oh yeah, there's a turret. Oh, okay. And, and it, it, it just feels like was there more of a plan to use this, but you know, it, it happens. That's it, it, yeah. just
1: games. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Cause working in comics, right. Cause I've worked, so I've worked in a little bit of film, mostly mm-hmm. just like short commercial stuff and indie stuff Then I, I've primarily worked in comics. And then I've done just a little bit of like, um, uh, I guess gaming, but like mostly for like, uh, like handheld, like, uh, phones and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's interesting cuz in comics, right, there's no room for fat. It's all about trimming as much as you can just yep. because you have such a limited space for anything. Yeah. But then like it seems like as you start branching into like film, there's a little bit more room, right? You're filling in a little bit more of the gaps because it's like, oh, if a character does something, you still have to have there's converse, a little bit more conversation. You're just you can fill it in with this and that. Right. But then like gaming stuff, it's like, yeah, you have your narrative but you also have this giant environment that can be right. explored. So it's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's so, when I start thinking about the amount of work, it's just, I don't know. It, it It's like a cascade or an avalanche, you it know, does, yeah. you're like, oh,
2: God. Yeah. It, and that's a, that's a really good sort of like stepladder, I think, of experience where you're like, yeah. I'm I'm ingesting the linear like panels of a comic book. And then I'm ingesting the like sequential frames of a film. And now I'm ingesting the like dynamic frames of something I'm in control of. Yeah, And and when you're, when you're at that level, you're, you're asking as a developer, um, how do I keep someone engaged, but not exhausted? And that's, that's like, that's a problem that I think a lot of games have, and oh, it's yeah. something you know that we we've tried to fight too is like you can't fight bad guys all the time. You know that's why a lot of these games have you know fight 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 and then story and then fight 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 and story yep. and it's it's yep. a, it's a, a curve. You know it's a it's an experience curve, and um, but even then, even within you know the 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 curves within the curves, it's uh, you 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 can get super scientific with it and super detailed um it's yeah it it's i i have to say as many games as i've made which is i think i don't know like 8 or 9 i um i i don't i still don't feel like i'm any kind of a master at understanding that it's it's like a it's a because every game's so different and because uh you i, I i'll I'll back up and just say i've i've had someone describe to me every video game feels like a startup in itself mm where you oh, just you are proving to someone that this is worth their time. It's new, right. But it's not too oh, that's new. That's a good point. It's it's evolving on something that they they feel in the back of their mind, like, oh yeah, I played Saurian. or you know, I, I played <laughs> I played these games a long time ago. Like hey, this is kind of like that. Um and that that startup nature makes it really uh it makes it uh difficult, I think, to crystallize learning into like yeah. this mm-hmm. is how a video game is made you know start
1: to finish yeah yeah that's no, fascinating um, it is fascinating it's really fast. okay all right so you got your games dropping yes best best case scenario it you know just sony's like good great good job work. great job guys Yeah, you've done it yeah what do you got first next <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a great oh my god you I mean me there. it that is the you know yeah if that's, well, that's, that's
2: a million dollar question quite that's literally what you get
1: yeah that's what you get hit with if things are going uh like uh proposed yeah so we'll, uh
2: if 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 Foglands does uh as well as we all hope it will um we have so will. many more stories mm-hmm. thank you thank you yeah. we have so so many more stories we'd like to tell um, that that take the, the stranger into sort of like the next stage that kind of extrapolate the universe beyond just this tiny little, you know, community that you're a part of with the stranger and like who else might be working alongside the stranger? You know, right. is he part of mm-hmm. some sort of a pantheon? Are there more okay. characters oh, that like wear that. the black hat that, yeah. do, um, that do different things? So you develop
1: things. more into this world.
2: Yeah, th- you know, that's something that we really like but then you know strategically as a studio i think we really want to move you know forward with hybrid we like the vr uh first person stuff we think that there's a big market for that mm-hmm. and, and kind of um a demand i think that's going to be there for um these different Publishing companies that all have their own hardware. You know, Sony obviously has a PS5, and they have a PSVR2. Yep. It's rumored that Nintendo is working on their own VR headset. Really? So, you know, a hybrid game could be really present on their platform too. Give me,
0: give me the next yeah. Zelda in 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 hybrid VR. Right? <laughs> like, and, and my so, God,
2: that's what what we really see is like a um, hopefully. You know, if the market goes this direction. Is a demand for uh these deeper emotional story driven action adventure experiences, yeah. with some RPG elements uh that that you can play in and out of a headset and and that's, that's cool. uh it's a pretty dead simple strategy it's not it's not like it's a secret. Um, I think people that see our game will be like they're the ones that did the VR hybrid shooter. Um, and and we just kind of want to keep building on top of that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I like that. That's a lot. awesome. Okay. If Foglands just blows up, you gotta expand. Right. You've got everybody, you've got your teams working, developing these new like additions to the game. But they're like, Sam, do you got any of these burn it down ideas? Anything that's <laughs> real wild out yeah. there you wanna do. Just crazy, crazy. Yeah. We saw this game Saurian. You got something like that.
2: <laughs> I um I think I'm pretty notorious in my team for a very abstract uh like or, or obsession that I have mm-hmm. with wagons. Okay. Uh, this is I so it's weird. This is, so weird. Weird. It's, this it's is really weird. weird.
1: It's super odd. It's a first for me, um, but
0: I'm I'm we'll oh, roll with it.
1: You know, you're here. You're right. You're a Northwest guy. Yeah. Right. Do you know, do you know about the g- oversized wagon wheels they would use for logging, but it was mostly like, I guess I found, I thought they would use them in Northwest, but they used them mostly in like Minnesota and stuff.
2: No, to f- fill me in, educate me, please.
1: So there are these wagon. so they would move logs, right? But yeah. they didn't have mountains or rivers like they do in the Northwest. Right, so right, right. In the Midwest, in the upper, like Upper Peninsula, Michigan, Minnesota, they were all, um, it was all these horse-drawn like, I guess you could say like pulling mechanisms, right? They were giant wagon wheels that would be sometimes like almost like two stories high and they would stack the logs on it. And then they'd have teams of draft horses that would pull the logs. And, uh, they used them a little bit in the winter, but it was mostly during like the summertime. That's how they would get the logs. Cause a lot of it was like flat terrain, right? Really? Yeah. To pull out these like, you know, big pine and stuff like that. Really, really interesting. I can't remember the actual name, But you might want to check it out. That's my shit, dude. I I just did a comic and we were like, we need a mechanism. There's logging. I need something. I didn't know. And I was looking at all this Northwest stuff. And then I stumbled on uh, these giant wagon wheels that like literally be like basically an axle with these wheels on it. And then they'd have chains, and the chains would hold the log so they'd actually hang underneath the axle. Oh my God. So, like, they weren't on top of the axle, they were underneath. Right. So, and then they would have like yokes that would attach to these teams of horses and they would drag them out. You could, they have like, they still do competitions and stuff with it back, at, like I said, the northern Midwest regions, See- but.
2: That's why okay. I'm now it's my turn to geek out about why <laughs> wagons are cool.
1: Because, this has gone from the gaming uh episode right. to wagons. The wagon wagons. episode. Welcome to the wagon
2: <laughs> episode. Um, I I think that wagons have such a deep history and tradition in American life. Oh, like they Yeah, the, the aspiration of uh at both like adventure and finding a better life. Um they're also steeped with controversy, obviously like yeah. traveling across a land that doesn't belong to you and interacting right. with people who've been there for, you know, millions or, or, or tens of thousands of years. Um, the, there's just this rich storytelling space that is, um, pure Americana and yeah. something that I think every American right now wishes some part of them wishes that there was still the ability for you to look at an unexplored frontier throw all your shit in a car and then just go there Mm -hmm. like like Like, what could be out there couldn't it be better than where we are so you're talking
1: almost like we want almost like a new like a new manifest destiny
2: well and that is an absolutely like uh that that term manifest destiny has such a historical implication because of how um you know yeah it's very excited. one right. perspective
1: it's horribly negative In another exactly. sense, you're like yeah this is what we do we we expand our the right. i guess our culture into new areas you know right our, but
2: the the shared vision the the societal yeah. yearning for more i think right. is is something that when you look at um However individualistic a wagon journey was, which it often was, it was like, you know, this is my flower, this is my booze, this is my gun in the back of a wagon, Uh, but we're going to travel across this country together in a, in a wagon train in a, in like kind of a, a compact with its own government and its own, um, you know, sort of like judiciary, uh, committees and and whatnot, um, defense mechanisms, my, I'm really going off the deep end here, but, but but I think, uh, I I just think that if we, you know, if we look at that, want that, that hope that comes out of, uh, the, the promise of building a new life, that's something a lot of people identify with right Mm -hmm. now. And, And I, I think, um, I, you know, I, I want to tell more stories that aren't necessarily just apocalyptic dark. I want to tell some stories that are about building things yeah. about like, uh, creating something with a group of people that, that seems impossible. Um, and so, yeah, maybe that's next. I don't know, but it's going to have mm. fucking wagons in it. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> nice. Well,
1: I think in a sense, you could argue that you are building um, the existential version of a wagon, right? The modern, oh, what would be the ooh, modern up, Phil, day wagon? Fill me in. Yeah. Let me, yeah. let me masticate. Yo, oh it's your turn. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to get a little like, uh, out there, but, uh, you know, at this point the world is, barely well explored whether people wanted to, it's we live uh, the world compared to it was 30 years ago is very very small you know we can watch wars in real time yeah we can mm-hmm. we can connect with people that it used to be you know like my dad's one of his best friends lived in australia when i was a kid yeah and like that was a once a year experience where he would do a phone call with him that was a big fucking deal because was right. gonna once cost a couple year. hundred bucks yeah where now it's like you know, I'm in Alaska, you guys are in Washington, yeah. you know, but we've had people on this podcast in real time that are like in London. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, it's,
2: everywhere in the world. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's no big deal. It's easy now. And I guess what would be the new frontier is, I guess you could say, not to be, again, age myself, but like this digital frontier of yeah. whether, you mm-hmm. know, it involves AI, but it's, you know, talking about all these different, uh, these, I mean, what you call it, like digital worlds that they're building, or I mean, like even yeah. like what was it that Facebook was doing a couple of years ago with the, the metaverse um, stuff? The, yeah, 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 the fucking, meta, fucking metaverse, <laughs> the fucking um, metaverse. But the construct is something that like futurists have been talking about for the last, like, yeah, since the the turn of the nineteenth century, right? Like, oh, absolutely. It, it's it's not a, really a new concept. It's just now it's for the first time becoming a reality, and I think that's where like gaming kind of comes into that right is like yeah you know, whether what generation of gaming you you did whether you're like me playing Sega genesis or whatever you know doing right. this stuff now those are you're exploring these new frontiers and now it's even greater because you can have relationships and network with people yes uh all over the planet uh exploring new worlds so i, yes. I guess i could say is you're creating that uh <laughs> that digital oregon uh, trail oregon trail <laughs> that's <laughs> right baby <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, I mean, like, you in a, in a weird way, I don't
2: know. You know it, and it—it's it's, uh, I think that's part of the, like, the joy of making these kind of interactive spaces is it's a, you know, it's a little bubble, you know, someone pays into, but within that space, within the domain of the game that you've created, you do have this authority to sort of say what is and what isn't, you know, what's right. true and what's not. Um, and that's a big responsibility. It's it's a lot of uh burden, but it's it's like a it's something that I think I try to treat with an amount of you know sacred duty. You know, mm-hmm. it's, we're just making <laughs> fucking video games, but like it's it's still like it. You know, that's why going back to one of your earlier questions of like, what was this big hurdle for us? It was a huge decision to just be like, we're not going to just make another western. We're yeah, gonna right. we're gonna try. And try and say something different. Yeah. And, yeah. You and don't want to be want just to
1: another red dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the red right. dead's there. Weird everybody's very familiar with it. We don't need right. that again.
2: Right. That that yeah. that game has sort of like said what needs to be said. They really followed in the footsteps of your of your spaghetti westerns and sort yeah. of, you know, told that story, but in an interactive way. Um, and I love those games, um, but you know, it's, I think it's our job as a smaller studio to just try, you know, Oh yeah. if you, yeah. if you don't try, you won't know. And I think that's, oh, yeah.
1: no, I, I think that's, I think that's all you can do, right. Is like, just yeah. do the best you can. And then you hope that people resonate with it, you know, even if it, it's, yeah. you know, a million or if it's one, you know, right. like it's, yep. you know, and
2: you just hope that they love wagons as much <laughs> as you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. all
2: you want. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <Try it.
1: laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time for God, he's looking at me like he doesn't ask the same question. <laughs> I was just every waiting. I thought you were. Episode. I thought you were teeing it up. For you, you, you to just... <laughs> say, I was hoping you would say the
0: question. Oh, I thought gonna you were going to say the question. We've okay. been
1: doing this podcast for like five years, and we still do the This is every this time. Is no, this is
0: great doing. every I, time. I,
2: the, the chemistry is here. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. All right.
0: So we call this segment the question, and uh, I actually have two. I actually have no. two questions. Oh no, uh, he might I be too young. He
2: might be too young. He
1: might be too young
0: for, you this, one. Too young for this one. <laughs> okay, you know what? Should I ask it or should I skip it? I think yeah, you, you should know
2: date what? Date yourself. I think you should ask it anyway. Okay,
0: yeah, uh, right. better, better TV theme song: Magnum PI <laughs> or The A Team?
2: oh a team absolutely okay sorry i that's just yeah much much more relatable i don't know why i think magnum pi has this sort of like cringy stank on it that's just me
0: oh first of all how how dare you uh sorry Sorry. it's okay it's okay
2: youthful fool (laughs) that's
0: right Right. young young kids don't know anything these days but uh
2: (laughs) That's right. That's, you're correct. That's the right answer. I'm just, I, 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 my brain's poisoned by Facebook. I don't, I don't know what the world
1: is anymore. Goddamn social media. That's right, rotting these, rotting
0: the brains. Yeah. yeah um, right. Okay. So the actual, the actual question is, uh, and we're going to change it up since you're in video games, but uh, given the opportunity <laughs> to make a game about any licensed property out there, what would you want to do? and you can go the as weird as you tower. want dark tower dark tower just oh, quick
2: just, just right out the gate the dark tower oh, i 100%. guarantee it,
1: trail yeah. boss right now is standing up going "Hell yeah he's probably he's, naked. Just, he's like he's probably yeah. naked with yeah. big red yeah.
2: i yeah. i am a huge stephen king fan and i um I've read uh, I've read that series and cover to cover. I just think it's probably one of the most like influential things of my life. So I, I don't know. I, cool. It's also just written like an amazing video game. Like you're fighting yeah. demons. You're chasing the man in black. There's like crazy cultists all over the place and giant spiders, trains that have like personalities. And uh, you go to wonder, I don't know, the a land of Oz that's right. Nothing makes any sense, but that's Stephen King because he was on cocaine, and it, it's, it's all awesome. Like it's, it's just awesome. such a cool, free world. It's a, it's you know like what you were saying. It's a, it's a let's burn it down world. Yeah, it's yeah. a, and and that's. That's what I would do. I would. That's I would cool. absolutely do
1: that. I like it. Didn't they try and make a movie out of recently? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I never saw it. it was, McConaughey was Idris Elba, right? and,
0: and Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Idris Elba.
2: yeah. And I was so excited about it because he's so cool. He's like he one is of my the favorite coolest. actors. He is the coolest.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah my wife was a huge uh, Dark Tower fan. Like she read all the novels like you did, and. Yeah. Uh, I remember we, we I don't know we saw the trailer somewhere and she's like you're not allowed to see that that's yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a bastardization of something glorious it shouldn't happen it's gonna it shouldn't be, be
2: happening yeah well, I um I don't know if you guys have ever seen like um uh haunting uh, uh Hill House like the Netflix series or any no, of those things nah. the the guy that directs those um he he has moved on aren't I think, they making Netflix a Dark and, Tower. I think he might be. Yeah, That's, I, there was like whispers of that happening. I have no factual information. It's gonna be I'm a show. It's
0: gonna be a show, though, and I not. I thought it was like a, an HBO movie. show or something. Yeah, it's it?
2: either Prime or HBO. I don't know, but I I'm yeah. like, yes, give me that. Just give yeah. me.
1: Give it needs me a long form narrative. Yeah, Game like, oh, The Thrones the treatment. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's huge. It's a huge story, and it's insane. But I I think it's uh, I don't know. I think it's ripe for ripe for gaming. I, I hope that was an adequate answer I loved to your it.
1: question. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. no yeah. Okay, there, listen,
0: there's no wrong answer. There's Great. no wrong we've, answer we've to the question.
1: Everything you could possibly imagine. Right. Yeah. It it's actually become probably the highlight of the show because sometimes we'll get creators that will throw out like things that you forgot about. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get like standard, like, oh, I want to do a Batman or wh- a
0: Spider-Man yeah. Yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: sure. Of course. Yeah, but I mean, like one time we had a writer who he gave his concept for like Superman. And then we had him on like three years later again. And he made later. that comic. Yeah. And, that, and it was for that book. Yeah. It was for that book. He That's got sick. that opportunity. So have you heard
0: uh, Superman Space Age by Mark Russell and the All Reds? Oh, uh, my yeah. God. Okay. So if you haven't, made that? It's actually really yeah. Superman Space Age. is It's one of my favorite Superman books now, that, especially oh. like modern day. But yeah, so we asked him that. And he, he basically he laid out. Thing. Yeah, he broke down the entire first issue of the book. And then, yeah, two years later, we had him on. Uh, after that, for
1: the book, for the book, for the book. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, and he had forgotten, and we, you know, we brought it back up. Like, Played the hey. clip, yeah, yeah, for him, and he was like, "Oh wow, oh, that's funny." How that he, that so works, he doesn't... he
2: Babe Ruthed his career. He did. He was like Babe Ruth the Superman book.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
2: so cool. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm doing right now. That's what I like I'm, it. I'm yeah. calling you're, it your Babe Ruth the Dark Tower video game. Okay, okay.
1: yeah, Sony, let's go. We know you're listening. Come on, yeah,
2: yeah, please, just you know, I'll, I'll. Do what I got to do. Here, here we go. We'll come back together in a few years, and I'll. I'll that's let right. You know,
0: but that but goes. in the Sony, but in the meantime, the in the meantime, we've <laughs> got the Foglands that's coming out on Halloween.
1: That's right. that's right. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So, as a guy who's not a gamer. Uh, any s- stretch but i'm like that's it i'm investing what would be what were the what are all the platforms that this game will be available on
2: Yeah, so you can play this on uh ps5 and psvr2 uh so okay. either one if you don't have a psvr2 don't worry about it you can just pick it up on ps5 um it'll be coming to other platforms eventually um but i think you know at least for now look for it there Okay. Um, and we're we're really just happy to be bringing it to this awesome platform you know yeah. it's got like the resistive triggers it's got the headset rumble the headset uh if you're playing in VR mode has eye tracking which we didn't get to talk about a lot of the technical stuff but like Ooh. it knows where you're looking and so if you look at an enemy and you like throw a can of beans we like calculate the arc to like, Baseball what? pitch the can of beans at the enemy, and so you like feel like you're this Indiana Jones like bar fight monster mash kind of guy. And cool, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty that's, badass. That's been so next to play play on my list maybe.
0: is to get the to get the VR two. I haven't got it yet, but I it's on it's my crazy. list.
2: Well, this will hold you over in the meantime. This in Spider Man, I'm sure. Will, yeah, you know, it'll, it'll co- cover your bases.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll
1: cover the bases. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, <Yeah. laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, before we wrap up each episode, we, we like to kind of go over what everyone uh, is taking in, and usually that involves comics. But we can, uh, we'll depending on the guest background, we'll sometimes change that up because sometimes we have people on that just don't read comics. You know, they'll they'll work in film or something sure. something else. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you read a lot of comics. It sounds like you're fairly is some, uh, what some some. Yeah. Okay, is there anything that you're uh, reading at the moment? Uh not to, you know, to play a little book club here. Yes, yeah, so uh, that I, I got
2: I got two and I'm trying to find where I put it. Uh it's right. somewhere around here. Uh, I got Head Lopper um oh, nice. and then uh Skull Kickers, which are both like, like weirdly associated with the cranium, like both, yeah. <laughs> both are about that. Um but one I think skews a lot more. I I read uh head lopper more for the art and then i okay. think skull kickers has this really fun kind of D adventure story mm. um of like you know weird cowboy and dwarf with two axes as they like hunt monsters right uh, both are great they're great they're, i recommend both they're awesome That's Nice. cool what, what are you guys what what's- oh yeah. yeah
0: so i am still uh i'm still making my way through pluto so i'm on volume uh, volume five right now because the the anime comes out this week yeah uh, so i okay. can't i'm really excited i need to finish this before and so i just uh i just finished um uh hercules is about to go into his big battle and he has this really beautiful kind of beautiful dialogue with Absilian uh about oh. um because Absilian refused to fight in the uh in the robot wars and hercules well, hercules Why would he? yeah hercules always kind of judged him for it so he has this hercules is about to go fight like the monster that's killing all of the robots and and epsilons like look man i know that you uh judge me i know that you judge me <laughs> for not fighting in the war and not right. fighting now and then epsilon is like to be honest i think you're making the right decision and the only reason i'm doing it is because that's the way i was programmed he was like, the last war was like too much. And it was just like a really, um, I don't know. It, 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 it was really nice commentary on war, I think. And it yeah, was very um, relevant. Yeah, it yeah. was re- yeah. definitely, definitely relevant. And, uh, it was just a really, really heartfelt scene between these two robots as, uh, you know, Hercules, I'm, I i have not got to it yet, but I'm pretty sure he's about to meet his demise um and epsilience
1: he might might be and epsilience three
0: three thousand feet up in the sky watching and so he's about to watch his friend die um so yeah it was uh it was a little heart-wrenching man it was a little heart-wrenching
1: do you do you read any manga once in a while oh
2: man let's see what was the last manga that i read uh this is this is probably gonna date me uh i i've read a couple one piece uh and then i i did a uh Tales of Symphonia manga from like a hundred okay. years ago. It's not my thing usually, but okay. I, 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 I respect it.
1: Mad. I'm respect. not a big, we're not big manga guys, but Pluto I, is I, I the exception. Really? Pluto okay. is the exception. Yeah. yeah it's a so big,
2: big recommend from the, you guys. Like? Yeah. It's a yeah.
1: retelling of Astro, of the Astro boy, like story from oh, Astro sure. boys What from like the thirties or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's only eight volumes. It's they actually it's actually a pretty quick read. Yeah, okay but it's just some of the best storytelling mm-hmm. that I, that you'll find just in comics in general. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, good badass. fucking storytelling. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay. some of those were like some artists that I'm I'm good friends with out of Colorado recommended it to me. They're like, Yeah, I read Pluto, you gotta read it. And then I've been recommending it to everybody yep. that I can they yep. fucking know. It's that's awesome. Very good. Yeah. If, and you you're a storytelling guy, like absolutely. I, you I, love think you, I think you'll dig it.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna pick yeah. up the first volume. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's not one of those where like the art is like hyper stylized, it's just it's impressive drawing, but yeah. like, the art yeah. is very, very good. Yeah. very oh, great. skilled. Yeah. 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 So um, okay. Well, I haven't read any comics that are wow. narrative right now. Cause I know I'm a piece of shit because I've been busy shit studying. Back. All, right? Back. all right. All Anyways. right. All right. You've been
2: studying the blade while we've been goofing off. Yeah, well, yeah. you guys
1: have been goofing off reading stories. I've been studying to create stories. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. No big, deal. No big deal. Look, I'm a purist. I go, I go back all the way to like the, the early caveman and the, the deep in, in France Yeah, right. A long line of artists. That's Mm -hmm. right. My hand on the wall, blowing the ochre into, to to make my, my, my contribution to the ether of humankind. Anyway, that's enough. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Uh, I got to draw like a, a, some badass, like um, this bad, well, we talked about it on the last episode. I got to draw Dragalina. It's, she's she's here in my heart. Yeah. Um. For this project called Cyberzoic. So anytime I have to draw like really badass, like like fit, strong women. Um, I always find myself checking out uh, Frank Cho's collections. And sure. so I picked up this uh, Frank Cho's selected drawings of women years ago, and I'm looking at his work just to see how he kind of tackles certain things. Also, just a refresher, because a lot of times, you know, when you draw ladies, especially in comics, they want them to be very feminine, where Frank Cho's like, uh, we need a girl with a with back and arms thick ass thighs and like ready to throw down and i like that i think if yeah. you're going to do superheroes the girl needs to have superhero ish like uh physique yeah and so uh yeah so i've been studying that and then i've also been i picked this up when i was down in la a couple of weeks ago um uh katsua torada's uh giant size book of illustrations whoa uh, that
2: looks sweet
1: oh yeah man like uh he he kind of does manga not really he's more of just like an illustrator these days but um he did some manga in the past you can it's just large scale drawings to see wow. how he handles like some of the rendering so i'm gonna have to draw a bunch of dragons and stuff like that it's beautiful yeah Yeah. he's he's gorgeous so that's what i've been reading pretty much every night is just over and over again looking at uh it's not even read i don't even know if he's reading just visually studying. Uh, yeah studying um, trying to figure out their approaches to certain things and how they're structuring certain things to speed things up. Um, also, I am a firm believer as an artist. Like I don't, even though I know people love consistency mm-hmm. uh, from project to project, like people like to hire somebody, they know exactly what they are going to get. Yes. I believe that the style uh, of the art or the artwork should fit a lot of times with the story at hand. Totally. So, yep. As an artist, I try and take, certain risks. And so I'm trying to take some new, like broaden my horizons a little bit yeah, and up here and there, which again, like you said, it's kind of that burn it down mentality. Absolutely, like, yeah, do yeah. Good for the you. other, yeah. you know, the vet people love like, that. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, Don't do that. They yeah. can only tell
2: you to slow it down, pull it back, you know, douse yeah. the flame a little bit. At yep. least it's there, you know, you're burning. That's sweet. That's right.
1: So we'll see. Maybe I'll be able to pull it off. Maybe I won't. Hopefully, hopefully. I'm trying hey,
2: fingers that's and right. toes crossed i want to see that's some right. sick dragons
1: that's right there it sick is dragons there it is beefy ladies
0: mm-hmm. that's like, <laughs> is there a better combo if there is i don't know what it is that's
1: i really right. don't yeah that's right all right uh well i think that kind of kind of does it bro you want to take us home
0: all right uh i can do that all right tiger cubs thanks for tuning in today um If you want to support the show, uh, the best and easiest way to do that is head to our website, our Substack. So it's bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. Subscribe. It's free. We don't charge you a thing. And uh, anytime we drop a new episode of Blue Tiger Revenge, anytime we drop a new page of Operation Blue, it goes directly to your inbox. So you don't have to do it. We do the work for you. So you can just enjoy that fresh tiger milk it comes directly to your inbox all right it's like the milkman back in the day who would you know bring the glass jars of milk to your house we're doing that via email with tiger milk so it's there for you uh enjoy uh get that protein in that every growing body needs um
1: we just bring the tiger right to them right to their doorstep exactly right to the doorstep milked right there on the spot on the spot uh i just want that hot
2: milk i just need (laughs) that milk
0: yeah and you know what it's even better like if you have uh an espresso machine you can get like the frother and make yourself just a nice (laughs) hot tiger milk froth latte uh there's not a better way to start your day or if there is i don't know what it is um so i start my day every morning every morning and you can get that if you just go to blue tiger revenge.substack.com and hit that subscribe button um (laughs) Finally, (laughs) uh, finally, um, Sam, want to thank you for coming on, man. Uh, the Foglands, uh, let folks know, give it, give us, give us the quick, the quick and dirty Foglands.
2: Yeah, yeah, Foglands coming out October 30th, uh, day before Halloween on PS5. Um, so pick it up, even if you don't have a VR headset, check it out. It's a Western ish kind of fun gunslinging first person shooter adventure uh and uh you know we put a lot into it so i hope you guys like it excellent
0: thank you so much man and we're gonna have links in the notes for all of you guys to be able to check it out uh and that is all i have tad do you have anything else
1: i do one last thing we got a another big thank you and shout out to portney for facilitating yes. this uh you know Huge. like i said this big this this wonderful podcast i didn't even know she was even listening so uh <laughs> yeah hopefully uh yeah we'll see her soon thank all right, you and courtney. That, thank yeah th- thanks. Thanks. thanks thanks courtney thanks courtney thanks, trail boss. we gotta thank the trail thanks, boss trail or... boss <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, i'm all out that's it that's the last of my tiger mill all
0: right well if that's the case what time is it
1: hit the music